Well, hi everybody. My name's Carl Beach, and I'm the senior leader of Redeemer King Church in Chesterfield. And a very warm welcome to you on Easter Sunday. It might be that you got a postcard through your door, and you click the link to join us this morning on YouTube. You're very welcome. Um, it might be that you're uh, a regular. Happy Easter to you as well. Uh, basically, we're a family church in Chesterfield, made up of all sorts of people. Uh, we welcome everyone, regardless of who you are, in a family, single, retired, young, doesn't matter. We just passionately believe in the love of Jesus Christ and we passionately believe that he can totally, totally transform your life. And I'm not going to speak for ages today, you'll be glad to know. Um, there's been a whole bunch of other content and more yet to come on uh, our Easter Sunday meeting. Um, but I did just want to talk a little bit about what Easter really means uh, because I think that's so important that we remember as much as you will enjoy your chocolate today uh, actually there's so much more to the Easter message uh, it is in the Christian calendar perhaps one of the most if not the most significant events as we remember that on Easter Sunday the resurrection took place Jesus rose from the dead and left the tomb is an unparalleled event in human history and I'm not going to go into the the logic of it or the justification of it suffice to say that lots of research has been done into the resurrection and there's been some fantastic stuff written about it and in fact a whole bunch of legal experts once got together in an attempt to disprove the resurrection and they came to the conclusion that if the resurrection and all the evidence surrounding it was brought before a court of law then it would stand and in fact these lawyers and journalists and experts um, who tried to take the resurrection on all ended up giving their lives to Jesus Christ and becoming professing Christians and they wrote about it in a book called The Case of Christ. So I don't so much want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is the difference that Jesus Christ makes in your life. I gave my life to Jesus Christ um, uh, when I was 18. Um, I'm now in my 50th year. Um, uh, it's been a long journey of ups and downs. Look, giving your life to Jesus Christ, um, it doesn't make you a brilliant person. <laughs> it doesn't make all your problems go away. Uh, giving your life to Jesus Christ, however, gives you a peace and a security uh, that is actually at times very hard to describe. But when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, um, it was like, I often say to people, stepping out of a black and white picture into a full colour HD picture. I remember the day I was in Hornchurch in Essex and I stepped out of the church on the 22nd of April 1990 and I said to my friend, my tears rolling down my cheeks, I'm seeing leaves on trees for the first time here, and they're green. It's just like I noticed the world that God had made for the first time. And inside in my life at that time, although I was a young man, 
Um, you know, I was playing a lot of rugby and doing lots of judo, and uh, I kind of thought I had my future mapped out. Um, underneath the surface, there were a lot of fears and worries and insecurities, um, and people would have realised that looking at me, um, but they were there. But over a process of time, after I started to follow Jesus, when I gave my life to him, when I became a committed Christian, those things started to fall away. And I became the kind of person that I knew deep down I ought to be and wanted to be. And I think for most people, deep down, there is the person that they know they ought to be and the person they desire to be. And my experience is only Jesus can take you there and only he can give you the peace. In fact, the Bible says it. Uh, Jesus said this of himself. Now, at our church, we, we read the Bible and we teach the Bible. We believe it's an extremely important book. It is, in fact, the best-selling book of all time. But it doesn't appear in a best-selling list because probably it'd be quite boring. But it is the best-selling book in all of human history. And uh, John 6, there's a book called John. There's four what we call Gospels, which talk about Jesus. And they're like four aspects of a portrait, like four different portrait pictures. And in the book called John, in the New Testament, um, and some of you would have been given maybe a New Testament at school. I certainly was when I was age 12. In the New Testament... Um, Jesus said this of himself he said I I am the bread of life no one who comes to me will ever be hungry and no one who believes in me will ever be thirsty again now what does that mean Clearly, Jesus isn't saying he is like physical bread and you won't be physically hungry. He's actually talking about spiritual, emotional, call it what you want, hunger. I believe that there is, and I've seen this, a hunger in every single person, an itch that can't seem to be scratched, uh, an angst that exists in people outside of Christ. And we try and scratch that itch and we try and satisfy our souls with all kinds of different things. Uh, you know, self-help books and self-hypnosis stuff and self-improvement stuff and courses and fitness and health stuff are, are amongst some of the biggest Google searches alongside some stuff which is actually quite depraved. And why is it depraved and why are we searching for these things? Because we, 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 are, we are desperately trying to satisfy something within us and we can't seem to get there, no matter what we do. And some people medicate in other ways. It could be alcohol. It, it could even be golf. It could be work. But, but people are constantly trying to fill this hole. What Jesus is saying is, no, 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 no. If you come to me, you'll never be hungry again. You know, you'll, you'll never thirst again because I will satisfy you spiritually. I will satisfy your soul. And not only that, only Jesus can radically transform our lives to give us the peace that we need. I remember many years ago, 
visiting a, a home in Belfast. Uh, at the end of the Troubles, effectively, the height of the Troubles, obviously the IRA and uh, various other groups, and the, at the time what was called the Royal Ulster Constabulary, were effectively at war and the British Army was on the streets. So I visited a home with an ex-member of the Royal Ulster Constabulary and an ex-member of the Provisional IRA. And they were sitting there together, chatting as friends. And they said to us, I used to, we used to hunt each other on the streets of Belfast. We hunted each other. And now we are brothers in Christ. And we're both members, members of the Men's Breakfast Planning Committee. <laughs> I'm like, how does that even happen? How do you go from being sworn enemies to going to church together and being completely transformed? You can't get that from a book. You can't get it from a YouTube video. You can't get it from some PDF of self-improvement. It don't happen. But actually when Jesus Christ takes control of your life and when you submit and yield to him and when you ask him for help, he changes the game. It's totally transformational because he is the bread of life. I've, I've seen two extreme, far-right extremist group leaders who hated each other, sent death threats to each other at each other's baptisms. I've seen pictures of it, absolutely astonishing. How does that happen? I've also seen people who are struggling with anxiety and fears and concerns find themselves flooded with a new peace when they encounter Jesus Christ. It is it's remarkable. Single mums who feel they can't cope anymore. People who are grieving at loss, they think they'll never get over. Somehow a new peace comes. Marriages reconciled. People transformed in all kinds of ways. People when at the end of their tether finding a new peace. But also, people who feel like their lives are actually pretty good. Realising when they encounter Christ that there is a dimension and a depth to life they never thought was possible. And I've certainly seen that as well. And it all boils down for me to two things. The life, or three things. The life and teachings of Jesus, his death on a cross, which we remember on Good Friday, and his resurrection. When Jesus died on the cross, he took all of our burdens, our sorrows, our wrongdoing, all of it, and it pummeled him. The Bible says that where we deserve justice on our lives because the things we do, Jesus took it. I mean, it's a funny thing in the human condition that we all want justice for everyone but ourselves. But the Bible says we fall short of God's standard. He made us and he loves us, but we're selfish and we go our own way. And the Bible says that actually Jesus stood in our place and he died for us. In your place. He died for you. I don't know who you are listening to this, but I do know this, no matter who you are, Jesus loves you and he died for you. Fact. But there's another fact. Three days later, he rose again. And the Bible tells us as Jesus rose again, it means that he defeated the things that kill us and bring us death so that we can have 
new life because Jesus, he doesn't just change your life for now. He also changes your destiny. And I do believe that this life is not it. That one day we will wake up from a dream and, and there'll be a, a whole new life in front of us. Real life actually will begin. When we die and we close our eyes for the last time, we will wake up and we will be with God. If we have given our lives to Jesus Christ, the good news is that we will then be with him for eternity. And it will be amazing. The bad news is, if we don't choose him, and if we don't accept the sacrifice that he made and submit our lives to him, then we place ourselves outside of God's love. And it wouldn't be fair of me not to say that to you. So I'm asking you to take this message really seriously because Jesus didn't just change your life now, he changes your destiny. And we all have a destiny. It's just up to you where we go. We either choose for Jesus or we choose against him. That's the reality of it. And I'm urging you today to look to Jesus Christ, to put your faith, hope, life and trust in him. In one of the accounts of the death and resurrection of Jesus in one of the other Gospels called Luke and in verse 25 it tells this brilliant account when the disciples run to the tomb and they see that Jesus isn't there and an angel appears to them and simply says this why do you look for the living among the dead and I simply want to say this to you Don't look for life in, uh, in what will kill you or bring you nothing but pain. Look for life in the person, the life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I just had this feeling as I was recording this message and thinking about it that some people are looking for all kinds of ways to bring themselves peace and hope and joy. But I can tell you, don't think I've ever met anyone who gave their life to Jesus Christ who regretted it. And I don't think I've ever met anyone who gave their life to Jesus Christ that didn't experience any hope, joy and peace. So look, for me, um, I hope you have a wonderful Easter. Uh, I think we're looking at hopefully a whole new season and chapter ahead of us as we gradually emerge out of this pandemic. But let me say to you, the only way I believe to find peace and joy and completeness and a transformed destiny is to look at the person of Jesus Christ. And our church, uh, as you'll see if you explore our website, we have all kinds of things available to help you explore more, including what we call an alpha course. We're constantly running alpha courses, which is a great time of just chat and conversation. And in normal times, you meet over food, which gives you a chance to explore the Christian faith our Sunday meetings when we meet physically are extremely friendly you even get a free cup of tea uh, back in the old days when we used to meet and free biscuits um, but it's a great vibe loads of kids hundreds of people involved um, we've got all kinds of initiatives and things happening around the town to be a blessing and to bring hope and peace to people and maybe just maybe you'd want to be part of that um, just come and join in uh, get to know us keep tuning into these messages and explore who the person of Jesus is if if anything I've said could be true then it certainly warrants certainly uh, is worth further investigation so God bless you have a wonderful Easter and thanks for tuning in